Hello loves, this is Constance of the Sovereign Goddess podcast. I'm so excited to be talking about our topic today. We're talking about the goddess Lakshmi. I have felt so guided to work with her lately and everything I'm learning about her has been so helpful for me to project myself forward, to release things from my sacral chakra, to step into my creativity, to step into my worth. And I want to share that with you. I decided to work with her during the new moon in Taurus, which actually works out perfectly. I feel like this message is going to be applicable whenever you feel called to hear it. So trust your soul. Lately, I've felt guided to work with her, and her name comes from the Sanskrit word that, that means to have goals, to understand or know. She is the goddess of wealth, fortune, love, beauty, self-knowledge, liberation, and prosperity. She is not only the goddess of having enough to get by, but having an abundance of wealth you can enjoy, buying things that just express who you are and allow you to enjoy the human experience sensorially, whether that's through food or whether it's through an experience of some sort, skydiving, just really enjoying being in the human body. She does not see money as evil, but money as something that allows you to not only have enough to live, but to have enough to enjoy your living. To truly stop seeing money as evil, we must understand the value of money comes from the value of ourselves. Until you truly value yourself within yourself, it doesn't matter how much money you make outside of you, you will forever feel empty. Or you will find that the money doesn't come at all because the value within is missing. The last new moon was in Taurus. Lakshmi is about abundance, riches, and Taurus has to do with financial matters. Something else I found interesting was that Taurus and Lakshmi are both ruled by the planet Venus. It was just the right time to honor her with the new moon. There are so many similarities between Venus, Aphrodite, and Lakshmi too, especially their origins of where they came from. They're also both goddesses of wealth, abundance, love, and beauty. A couple of weeks ago, I was staring at my Lakshmi Tanka, my poster, and I realized that out of one of her hands were coins being poured out, reminding us that our inner riches create our outer wealth. You must know your inner riches, your inner value, to know outer wealth, to appreciate it. As the opposite is also true, out from our inner debt, our owing of ourselves, comes outer debt, outer things that we owe, feeling like we can never have enough because we don't seem to feel like we are enough within ourselves. I felt reminded by this new moon to check in more closely with my wants and needs. Was I fulfilled within? Or was I too focused on being fulfilled from the outside? The truth is, no matter how much you seek to fulfill yourself from the outside, you will always be creating more emptiness and feel emptiness in your creations if you are not making sure that you feel fulfilled within yourself, that your body is being taken care of, that your mind is taken care of, your emotions, your spirit. Nothing can fulfill you like you can. You know what's going on within yourself. It's just coming back and allowing yourself to live within your own body. And something that you can do to do that, if you feel really detached from your body, 
possibly from trauma, is meditation. You want to start off with meditating in an active form, whether it's doing the dishes or walking. And over time, as you are patient with yourself and understanding, you'll be able to sit for long periods of time without being distracted. So you just have to give yourself that love. I felt reminded by this new moon to check in more closely. So are you creating debt or prosperity within yourself? Our health becomes the debt collector, our body. We just want to live, but it's constantly reminding us through pain. We try to silence by numbing our emotions, body, mind with outside sources, like relationships that may not be good for us, substances, whether it's food or liquor or drugs, and technology. We try to silence what our body is trying to tell us that we need to work on. Do you want wealth? Do you want to experience value outside of yourself? Then you must value yourself. It can help to do a body scan of the chakras and check in how you are feeling in each one and seeing if you're feeling depleted. Are you feeling really good there? Are there parts of you that feel abandoned? That's where we need to go and do the healing work. Abandonment wounds can show up in business. They can show up in our personal lives. So when you have an abandonment wound, you're automatically going to reject yourself and judge yourself before anyone gets a chance to do it. And that's what ends up holding you back from having the wealth that you desire, the value that you desire. Just remember, true acceptance doesn't require you to be invisible, to be silent, to be unopinionated and agreeable or numb to yourself. So these are things that we do when we abandon ourselves. You want to have value? Value what you have to say. Value what you want to do. And then you'll see that you create a valuable, you create quality people around you. And as they say, we are like the five people we spend the most time with. Lakshmi on my Tonka is depicted as sitting on a lotus, which I really love this image. I'm not sure how much you know about the lotus, but the symbol is such a strong one used throughout spirituality. Lotuses are like shamrocks. At night, they rest. Both plants remind us of the importance of taking time for ourselves. Not only do they rest and emerge in daytime with their natural rhythm, the lotus, even though it It plants its roots in the dirtiest of waters, pushes through all of it, and in all of its beauty. We're reminded that our circumstances don't have to determine our growth. For lotuses grow in clean and dirty water, regardless of where they are planted. No matter what cards you were given, you can rise above and have the life that you want. Remember what we said last episode, victimhood is an option. We don't have to go there. We can decide that, okay, this experience I had early on that showed me what not to do, that showed me what I don't want, that showed me who not to be by being raised by those people. Shadow work is often avoided by people, but it's an, it's an exploring our shadow work that we can know this beauty, the beauty of life itself, this emergence above water out from the depths of darkness. The depths of our inner battle to play small and keep peace or trust our heart and emerge authentic, emerging like Lilith. She is a goddess that I think everyone should work with that has been through narcissistic abuse. Because what does Lilith do? She knows the consequences of being herself. Yet, 
she knows that what is the hardest thing to do is to suppress yourself and not live the life that you desire. So be like Lilith. They call her wild. They call her evil. They call her all these things. But she truly knows who she is and she gets to be that person because she walks away from what doesn't serve her. So the Lotus also stands for enlightenment, purity, self-regeneration, rebirth, and triumph over obstacles. So I have a deck of cards that I end up pulling from for the Dark Moon. I love the deck, The Magic of You. It sounds really positive, I know, but it's really a witchy shadow oracle deck. When you see these cards, they are so dark. I mean, I have one card that I pulled for this where the person has no head. So we'll be going into that now. I pulled these two cards from it, Ave Noir and Epic. So Ave Noir is the desire to have a foresight, to have memories already of what's to occur. So it's you constantly looking ahead and trying to predict what's going to happen in order to save yourself, to save yourself from shame, from judgment. So it's those times when we are judging ourselves to prevent other people from hurting us. But yet, what are we doing when we judge ourselves? We are judging ourselves, and that is very hurtful. We are hurting ourselves so that other people can't hurt us first. So Avenue Our Card shows a woman with what looks like a message in a bottle in her in her solar plexus and sacral, asking us to look at what messages we are valuing from the past as our worth. What value do we give past moments? What moments could we give more value to? During my last pregnancy, a cyst was found after I had given birth. And it made so much sense why I had so much pain during labor from that. And if you follow Louise Hay, there is an inner work to be done behind anything physically that's happening to you. So the inner work I needed to do was around replaying old stories. Take time to explore, take time to explore what memories come up and how they make you feel. Do you feel valued? When you grow up around narcissistic parents, it's common to try and use shame as motivation. It's not very motivating at all, is it? Whether you're comparing yourself to where others are at, maybe you were like me being compared to your sibling whenever you couldn't do something right. Maybe you were told that you should know better because you're older and all these other things. So now you're thinking to yourself, at your job because you're the manager or something like that, then you should know better than everyone else. When honestly, we are all in the same playing field of learning here. You don't need to put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect because the goal is to enjoy whatever you're doing. And I'm sure that some of you are doing things that you love, but you find yourself hating it because all of the fear that you're using to judge yourself and keep you small. Telling yourself you should already know everything isn't fair, ever. Telling yourself you don't know enough to do something is motivation to learn more. But does it really? But does it really motivate you to want to learn more? Or do you feel like not doing anything at all once you tell yourself that? Take time to explore things that make you feel valued and how you can use them to motivate yourself. The biggest mistake is using shame to motivate yourself, as I've said. Feeling awful about yourself is not the goal. The inner child believes shame keeps her safe and keeps her from making mistakes. 
I find a balance of something sensorial to offer her so she feels safe to create any progress knowing she'll be able to play and rest after, no matter the outcome. Through the journey, I am providing myself love. No matter the outcome that I reach, letting that go and allowing myself to enjoy the journey and to allow that journey to be me learning to love myself more and more every day. Self-love, there's so much pressure for it to look all beautiful and mystified and and expensive at times, luxurious. Self-love sometimes is just you supporting yourself on the journey no matter how that looks. If you're sad, it's sitting with yourself when you're sad and not abandoning yourself through trying to get lost in television or technology of any sort, your phone, a relationship that you don't need, or drama. It's making those choices and choosing that, no, I'm just going to sit with myself and be with myself right now. And nothing's going to stop me from just loving you because you're still lovable no matter what. The second card is epic. It shows a headless person with a plant growing where the head used to be and says, pause in your journey. This is a reminder of the need for renewal, which is also what Lakshmi is about. A need to stop and integrate. Take time between healing to pause between any of life's big moments. Especially when you're healing. If you're going through a healing journey, you need to pause. Because more healing happens when you take that pause. Otherwise, when we go, 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 we create more chaos. And we don't really learn the lesson. And then we have to go back again sometimes. And to be honest, I've said this before, but new experiences will also cause you to go through those circles again. It is totally normal. So if you struggle with integration, and that's what I'm talking about, integration is resting between your healing journey. My episode on self-help addiction can help you with that. So go there and listen to the self-help addiction episode. It's going to help you. The question then becomes, The question then becomes, do I value myself when I rest or do I only consider myself having value or worth when I am actively creating? And honestly, this is something that we learn in childhood. You may have seen that your mom only valued your dad when he was doing things for her. And when he was resting, when he had no work, then she didn't really value him. Or the same thing with yourself. Maybe You only got love after you did things. Otherwise, you were treated like you're lazy and inconsiderate. You were just sitting there and you needed a moment. I want you to define what creation is. I want you to also define what success is for yourself, what it was in the past, and what you want it to be. Explore the benefits of rest and how it adds to your ability to create. Remember that everything is created through you through the physicality of your human experience of existing, and we must care for our body to enjoy wealth outside of ourselves. Existing is part of enjoyment, and our health is important to existing. We give so much value to things outside of us when they can't exist without us existing. You need to exist for the things that you value outside of yourself to be enjoyed. Value yourself. Are you very active and prefer to go, go, go? As I've said before, I challenge you to sit in nature at least two to four days this week. Not all day. At least give yourself five minutes of being 
here and now. And as I said, if you struggle to sit, walk through nature and observe nature, think of the seasons and just feel into how everything has its own rhythm and feel the rhythm outside. The rhythm outside is so different than our world, especially in our phones. It's not as fast, but it is a natural rhythm for you and to find that rhythm again and how you can add some of that to your own life right now and how you can add seasonal changes or things with the weather and being with yourself with different planetary things going on and the moon and not fighting it and being with the flow. It's about creating flow. Explore how adding moments of pause in your life add value to it. It can be helpful to understand your pattern of go, go, go. Did you have to constantly achieve as a child to be loved? Now is the time to assure your inner child that no matter how much you achieve in a day, you will not withhold love or rest from yourself. You will not make it so that you have to earn love or rest from yourself. Your love is unconditional. It is without conditions. You value yourself and love yourself regardless of the time it will take you to do a task. You choose to work in alignment with your energy and you do this through appreciating rest. To be energetically aligned, you must also value rest. Lakshmi is an amazing goddess to work with for business especially. So get a statue and put her in the southeast corner of your home for prosperity. You can even draw her. To make your sick figure of Lakshmi, whatever it is that you do, you can ask a friend to draw the picture. You can print out a picture. You don't have to do what I'm saying. You can trace the picture on your window that you printed. Whatever you want to do, you can make artwork that is energetically aligned with Lakshmi. It could even not be a picture of her. So I love having a poster of her to meditate in front of and allow my mind to discover messages within the imagery. I'm highly visual, so this works for me. If you're a visual person, get a visual representation of Lakshmi. If you are more of an oratory person, if you like listening, if you like doing, I recommend that you get some prayer beads and you do the mantras, the Om Mani Padmi Hom. So the mantras are powerful. And as you work through the beads, you're charging them. And then when you wear them, you have the energy with you as you go throughout your day. So shame lives in our sacral chakra and can get in the way of our wealth because it is our inner worth. It is tied to. I recommend doing womb work and anything with sacral chakra exploration to understand what keeps you playing small and claiming your worth and prevents you from claiming your worth. It can be simple shift. It can be a simple shift like realizing what I did. I am no longer a child in my mother's home. I no longer need to feel powerless. I can make shifts and impact my own life. I can make decisions. I'm the adult now in my own life and I have a say. Other gods and goddesses you can incorporate for business are Parvati, excuse my mispronunciation, Parvati, Ganesha, Saraswati, and Durga. There are many others. These are just ones that work together. And remember how we judge others shows us how we judge ourselves. The ways that we shame ourselves and make us feel unloved are often projected out. So take time to write a list of all the experiences you went through that you value and ask yourself what feeling did each experience give you? Create affirmation cards from them or a vision board or any artwork that's just energetically charged with it. Maybe even jewelry you can wear. 
and look at it so that you gravitate towards more experiences that make you feel alive. So I want you to enjoy the full moon and know that it is whatever you make it. Don't let it pressure you that it's a blood moon. Feel into what feels right for you today and trust it. And I want you to remember this as you try to decide, am I manifesting or am I releasing? Because these are two forces that work together. We're talking about creation and destruction. They happen together in everything. Even naturally, they happen. Like when we talk about volcanoes, volcanoes actually cool the atmosphere So while they may destroy land, they also create new lands. They made the Hawaiian Islands. They also, um, they, they regenerate the soil so that new plant life can grow, just regenerating the earth. There is always equal with destruction and creation. So remember that when we give up a bad habit, we need something to replace it. Otherwise, we go back. When we want to create good habits, we have to give something up to do that. So it's always balance. So I'm going to share with you some links of some Lakshmi things that I love. And also another way that you can work with nature is if you work with your period. Your period is also considered working in a moon cycle in a way. So I'm talking about Pele by talking about volcanoes. I talked about Lilith and I want you to know that you should get my journal that has to do with this moon going on right now. And you can use it for any full moon coming up and it takes you through the full moon cycle. I also have Bridget, Hera and the Morgan in there with some little entries with them. So choose your balance with this moon. Find whatever gives you that, and it's going to be whatever is energetically aligned with you, whatever comes from your heart and speaks to you that needs to be created through you or let go. Trust yourself, my loves. So this is the Sovereign Goddess Constance, and I am so excited for you with this full moon. Share this podcast with all that you love and value in your life. Enjoy your day. 